0: For most of 2020, U.S. intelligence agencies worried that Russia or others would target the U.S. elections.
1: The National Intelligence Surveillance Apparatus was trying to figure out if there was going to be a repeat of 2016, if the election was going to be interfered with, if politicians or government agencies were going to be hacked. And immediately after
0: the election, it looked like those efforts had been successful. —
1: The nation's top federal election infrastructure agency says this year's election was, quote, the most secure in history. —
0: But while U.S. intelligence agencies were patting themselves on the back for preventing election interference, they missed a different hacking operation — one that infiltrated thousands of companies and multiple government agencies. U.S. officials are scrambling to deal with the biggest hack of U.S. government agencies in years. The
1: government late to acknowledge this hack, late to discover this hack, and apparently late to understand the full scope of it. Pretty much the only thing that has become clear is how extraordinarily widespread this could be. We actually may never know the full extent
0: of the breach. The primary suspect is the Russians.
1: We were really looking for the Russians and we missed them. And instead they're like, quietly breaking into all these government networks and stealing all this data without people realizing it. This was a huge failure of U.S. intelligence, and people are scrambling to find out what happened. Welcome to The Journal,
0: our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, December 22nd. Coming up on the show, the most devastating hack of the U.S. government in years and how a private cybersecurity firm uncovered it. This episode is brought to you by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So create all the stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos you need with Canva. Start with one of the designer-made templates or jump ahead with the power of AI. It's a real time saver and anybody can use it. Whatever department you work in, whatever you need, Canva will help you get it done and make it look fantastic. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more.
1: So who discovered this hack? This hack was... Discovered by a company called FireEye. They're a US cybersecurity company, and they're the people that you call when you know you've been hacked. Our colleague Bob McMillan covers cybersecurity. If you work for a corporation or if you work for the government and you realize that there are hackers in there and you want to find out what the heck happened, you call FireEye.
0: Sort of like the Ghostbusters of the hacking world. <laughs>
1: They kind of are like the Ghostbusters of the hacking world. I didn't think about that, but that's sort of true. (laughs) There are a small number of companies like this that you do call, but FireEye is perhaps the best known.
0: But this time, it was the Ghostbusters themselves that got hacked. What made FireEye first suspect they'd been hacked?
1: Somebody at the company, at FireEye, got a message saying, someone has logged in to your account from a new machine. Now, I get those messages all the time because I log in from new machines all the time. But in this case, the person who received the message hadn't logged in from a new machine.
0: Out of all the companies
1: in the world, FireEye is not one that you'd think would get hacked. This should never happen. And these guys pride themselves on being the best when it comes to computer security. And they work for large government agencies. So they were definitely had a target on their back, but they were used to that. Right, And they're not supposed to be hacked. They're the kind of company that you're not supposed to be able to break into. And somebody had broken in. So then it became a detective game. Who broke in, but more importantly, how did they break in? What is the way they were able to do this?
0: What did they do next? How did they figure out who was behind it and how they got in?
1: So they put like a hundred people on this job. And these are people working, you know, like 16, 18-hour days, just nonstop, just churning, just following fruitless leads. It's brutal digital detective work trying to locate the source of the problem here.
0: The investigation team eventually noticed some strange activity in one particular place, inside software made by a company called SolarWinds.
1: SolarWinds is a 21-year-old company based in Austin, Texas, it has about 3,200 employees. It is, by all accounts, a very popular product and well-liked product that keeps track of your network. This is software that's used to kind of manage the back end of your network, make sure you know, the traffic is moving as it should be and tell you if they're bottlenecks, make sure applications are working, things like that. That's what SolarWinds does. So it's something
0: like that IT administrators at companies would use as a tool to carry out their jobs.
1: Yeah, it's in sort of the back end. You know, somebody who's just working for the company would never even be aware of this product. But people that get the pager calls at like 6 a.m. when the network is down, they know about it.
0: So FireEye sees that this SolarWind software is doing something strange on their network. What did that suggest to them? <laughs>
1: Well, that suggested that they had to treat the software that they were running on their own network, that they had paid money for, as if it was malicious. They analyzed how the code is running, how it's built, what it looks like, and eventually they found a tiny little piece of code and it turned out to be a backdoor.
0: The backdoor was created by hackers and surreptitiously added to a SolarWinds software update. And when SolarWinds clients downloaded that update, they unknowingly invited hackers into their networks too. And the hackers had been there for months.
1: We know that in March of this year, SolarWinds pushed out a update to its software that contained the backdoor. So they must have been compromised before March.
0: If this hacked SolarWinds software update was pushed out as early as March, Why did it take so long for anyone to detect it?
1: There were all these tricks that the hackers had done. They were very deliberate and very careful, and they didn't make a lot of the mistakes that hackers, people breaking into companies, usually do.
0: SolarWinds said it released a quick fix that patched the security issue, and the company's CEO posted a video online. Hello, I am Kevin Thompson, president and CEO of SolarWinds. He said the company is cooperating with federal investigators. We want you to know that we're working hard to address these issues as quickly as possible. Security and trust in our software are the foundations of our commitment to our customers. We strive to But implement- Bob says the hackers' techniques were state of the art. By infiltrating a nondescript software update, hackers gained access to thousands of SolarWind's customers. And that access helped hackers infiltrate a lot of high-profile
1: targets. The targets are said to include the nuclear weapons laboratories at the Department of Energy as well as NIH, Departments of Commerce, Treasury, State,
0: Homeland Security. It's a lot. At least six cabinet-level departments were hacked, and as many as 18,000 companies downloaded the hacked update, including more than 400 companies on the Fortune 500 list. The scope and sophistication of the hack led many U.S. intelligence officials to their conclusion that Russia was a likely culprit. Over the past few days, U.S. officials including Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Senator Mitt Romney, and Attorney General William Barr have all implicated Russia for the hack.
1: I think it's the case, but now we can say pretty clearly that it was the Russians that engaged. The thousands upon thousands of the CIA and the NSA and the Department of Defense uh, have determined that this came from Russia, and it is an extraordinary invasion of our uh, cyberspace. From the information I have, it certainly appears to be the Russians. This group is thought to be Russian intelligence It's thought to be a spy group, not a group that is trying to put ransomware on computers, not a group that's trying to cause mass destruction. They're actors who are thought to be interested in intelligence. So they are primarily interested in the government and what the government is thinking. Documents, emails, sensitive information that can be reported back to the government of Russia to give them an understanding of what's really going on in the United States.
0: The Russian government, meanwhile, says it had nothing to do with it. Now that the hack has been discovered, the real hard part will begin. Getting the hackers out. That's after the break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Workday.
0: The suspected Russian hackers are already inside potentially thousands of company and government networks, and getting them out could be very difficult. The first thing cybersecurity experts say you should do is delete the infected SolarWinds software that has the backdoor. But even that might not solve the problem, because if the hackers have already climbed into your network through that backdoor...
1: Then you have a real problem, because... They download software onto your network. They have a way of achieving what's called persistence. They have a way of staying on your network, even if you get rid of the solar wind stuff, you know, they, they put other ways in. So then it becomes, okay, you have to make sure you get the Russians off your network.
0: This is a new frontier in cyber espionage. The government was compromised not because of a weakness in its own network, but because of a weakness at one of its vendors.
1: These hackers broke into a very little-known software company that everybody was using, and used that as a sort of a Trojan horse into the government of the United States. When we run software on our computers, on our phones, on servers, we trust that the people making that software are not slipping Russian backdoor code into our machines. Now that trust is gone, right? I mean, that's what happened here. This feels like the beginning of the era of the supply chain hack, right? This feels like the beginning of the era where you hack the people that sell you the software and put the bug in the product they ship.
0: How can the U.S. government prevent future attacks like this?
1: Well, they could tighten up what they expect from people selling software to them. They can tighten up the requirements of their their own supply chain. And there's a lot of talk about doing this in the government right now, but the truth is there are so many suppliers that it's a really complicated situation. What companies and what the U.S. government needs is an assurance that when software is shipped to them, that it is what it's supposed to be. And there are sort of known ways of making that happen. They're expensive. They take more effort. The auditing of them can be costly, but that's kind of what this incident is saying.
0: What does it say about our cybersecurity as a country?
1: I mean, to a certain extent, this is going to be a never ending story, right? The companies that have been hit by this could find themselves turned into the next solar winds. Microsoft did some research where they found that 44% of the companies that they found to be infected with this software were IT companies. And in the journal's analysis, we've seen evidence that Cisco, Intel, Belkin, a bunch of technology companies have actually had the code connected to Russian command and control servers.
0: Cisco, Intel, and Belkin have all said they're investigating the attack, but that they haven't seen any negative impact on their systems.
1: To me, it just shows that no matter what you do, there's always a new frontier. There's always a new way of breaking into computers. I mean, we already have this world of problems that people fall victim to time and again that we're (laughs) we're sort of focusing on. Now we've just added a new one.
0: Should we expect more attacks from Russia in the coming years?
1: Yes. Yes, I mean, we should expect more attacks from everyone because this has been shown time and time again to be a very lucrative and, you know, not even that expensive a, a place to play in. If you have the technical capabilities, if you build up the capacity to break into computers, you can achieve a lot of really important effects. You know, you can launch disruptive attacks, you can gain information, you can, I mean, for the purpose of espionage, this is the future.
0: That's all for today, Tuesday, December 22nd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Additional reporting in this episode by Dustin Voltz and Kevin Poulson. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.